Some teams are hard to beat, some teams you know you're gonna flog. Some days the ground is hard, some days you're playing in a bog. You check your tips, your dream team, then you read your favourite blog. That's why you're listening to Dan and Mom's podcast. You sprint to get the ball, but when you're chasing, you just jog. The speedhead kicks a goal and then the cheers could raise the flog. And if you're best on ground, then everybody calls you Bob. That's why you're listening to Dad and Mom's podcast. Dad and Mom's G'day footy folks and welcome to the podcast. That introduction didn't really work. I was going for something a bit different, mm-hmm. but that's all right. How are you going footy fans? How are you going? Good. Thank you. <laughs> How are you, Miss Mog? Oh, we've got a dog here who wants to go outside. How are come you going, Soren? A, a sniff of the microphone. Soren, come here. Come here, Soren. Soren. This be funny. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like Sorry. he's growling. So thank you. Thank you. So how are you going, Miss Mog? I'm <laughs> good. You're good? Yeah. That's good to hear. Why are you good? I've just spent time with twins. <laughs> Explain yourself. I just spent time with twins. Were they adults? Were they babies? Th- were they They were grown men. <laughs> <laughs> the Scott it wasn't the Scott twins, was it? Yes it was. They'd be a bit grumpy, wouldn't they? No. They no. were Devastated. They were devastated. <laughs> oh, We've... yeah, they were actually babies and they're really cute. Oh, yeah, you're hanging out with some lovely babies, weren't you? A great thing to do <laughs> during the school holidays, helping your lovely nanny. Now, we've got a running sheet here, Molly. Yeah, we do. There's been some big news, which means we have oh. to um, kind of put Add one something. of the items right at the top. Because... Emma Carney went to North Melbourne. Emma Carney last night has left the Bulldogs and moved to North Melbourne. This is huge news. No, it's new news. New news. <laughs> no, I think he plays for Fremantle. We'd heard rumours about it, but it was still a bit of a shock when we heard it, yeah? Shock to the tip top. Shocked to the tip top. What are your thoughts? So you, <laughs> Sorry. He, sorry, our dog's here whinging, but we're just going to ignore him. We've been following the Bulldogs women's team. Yes, And we're we quite have. connected with... Emma, and it's maybe part of the reason. So, as an AFLW Bulldog supporter, how do you feel right now? I don't really care. I reckon because I play for Kensing Fleming. Flem- Flemsington or Kennington? Flemington. Flemington. I play for Flemington. Yep. And they connected... They are connected to the muggers. The muggers and Emma's... <laughs> Who are connected to the North Melbournes. That, that, that's true. And the muggers... Emma's played at the muggers for oh, five years, maybe? Five a or six years? A couple A long time. Four. So, I guess the muggers feel maybe more like home. In fact, there was an interview today where she talked about the relationship. Because the muggers train at Arden Street. Look, it's a huge move. I have a feeling now the Outer Sanctum podcast, they, they put it in a way... That I think makes sense. The Bulldogs had Emma on loan until North Melbourne got a team. Yes. Yes. But still, when someone wins a premiership, kicks the winning goal, wins the best and fairest and the league best and fairest, and then a week later is gone, it's still a shock, isn't it? Yes, darling. Uh, yes, darling. <laughs> we'll continue to follow Emma's career very closely. She's your coach. Uh, so, obviously, I guess... 
We'll see her a lot. And we'll be following her at the Muggers this year. Leading on from that, let's have a quick talk because we haven't been on air for a couple of weeks. We were very busy last week. The AFLW Grand Final, speaking of Emma Carney. So we couldn't go. Torrential rain. It kept the crowd down a bit. But what an enthralling contest. Where did we watch it? So we watched it at my auntie's house, I remembered. Um, (laughs) Hello, Taz. We watched it at my auntie's house on Dad's phone and there were like seven people crowding around him at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it started with a few of us and then as the game got tighter and there was more noise, it was one of those situations where you you kind of, you're at a family birthday and you feel a bit bad. Taz didn't care. No, she didn't. Tarun. But someone else came up and said, I thought you guys were watching a YouTube video, but you've been there for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really exciting, especially like the start to the second half when the dogs finally... Breakthrough! They did. The dogs were able to finally get their, get their game going. It took a while, get though. Get your game on! Because Brisbane's the best defensive team. Dogs... Attacking, so the wet weather suited, but uh, the dogs just found another level. Monique Conti was huge in that third term. Um, Ellie Blackburn, those players that could just break the lines. You know what I find weird about like the um, presenting of the medals? Yes. Not at the game, but like the best and fairest. Yeah. Um, I find it weird that they do it after the grand final. And if they do do that, I feel like they should include the grand final. True, but then if every player's a part of it, and or like a special one for the grand final. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the Norm Smith. But well, I, I guess because with AFLM, the Brownlow is done the week before the grand yeah. final. But it's different. as yeah. Yes. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't mind. One, one part of the scheduling I think they've got right with AFLW is where they've got the awards night uh, straight after the grand final, basically. Look, I, I loved the season. I'm missing it. AFLW, I find myself watching every single game, which I just don't with the men's. So much negativity around the competition, but all I saw was a huge lift in standard, which is going to continue to lift. What about you, Mogs? Did you have any highlights? I know this happens every year, but I'm just saying that I like the way Daniel Riolan presented (gasps) the Goal of the Year award. Yes, to Alicia Newman. Alicia. So, yeah, they get the AFL-M players who won those awards to present them. So, it should have been Jeremy Howe presenting the mark of the year, but it was Danaher, was it? Yes. <laughs> um, maybe they could have got last year's. Darcy Vessio could have presented mark of the year. I was going to say that. Oh, were you? Yeah. But I think that why don't the women present the men? Yeah, exactly. <gasps> These are all those little things we dun, need to dun, look at. Turning back to Emma Carney being a bulldog, we watched the the votes very tensely. Chloe Malloy, we thought she was going to keep coming and run over the top of Emma, but there's great celebration when Emma finally won. What did you think of her speech? Oh, it was good because she mentioned us. <laughs> yes, she mentioned the footy team she coaches with, which is you, and uh, girls at the school where she taught being interested in footy, so she kind of mentioned your big sister April there. Season's done and dusted, a bit of a break, and then the VFLW season will be starting 
kind of soonish. We've got two new teams next year. Obviously, North Melbourne's one, and they've got at least one player. Was it Geelong, the other one? Yes, Geelong. So it'll be interesting to see how it's all organised next year. Mogs, you don't have much hair left. Mm-hmm. It fell off. Okay, so, well, I decided to cut it off. Yes. I thought I was going to go into sing song, but I didn't. Um, hey. <laughs> For World's Greatest Shave. Yes, and I did it. You did. So, a couple of Fridays ago, went, went out the front yard with the clippers. Mm-hmm. Mum shaved one half, I shaved the other. How did it feel? Kind of not scary, just... Yeah. Ah, it's happening. It was like a little... Not panic, but yeah. Cause you, no, you're no, actually, no, no. Adrenaline. A, a bit... Ah, adrenaline. So, uh, you went to school on the Monday. What was the reaction from people at school? Well, I'd, act- I'd actually told quite a few people. And so, basically, just... I got rubbed on the head a lot. <laughs> I'd actually, like... It's grown quite a bit. Yeah, it has already. And I'm seeing a few bits that me and mum missed. Yes, I realised. You set the target of $1,000. Now, we had a look. I don't know how much it is. Well, with all of the donations online, plus there's a lot of cash that's come in, (laughs) we've hit $3,000. We have? We have had a lot of Dad and Mog listeners who donated and left beautiful messages of support. So thank you very kindly. Don't you know, you know who you are. Sincere thanks. Uh, it does mean a lot to us and our family, and to a lot of people who actually shared stories um, of family members that are going through treatment. So it's amazing how doing this has opened up, I guess, some conversations. So yeah, well done, Mogs. I'm proud of you. We got to see the flag raised. Raised. We did. We did. <laughs> That might be the only time we ever see that in our life. Um, how was the atmosphere? Opening night of the season, raising the flag, 90,000 people at the MCG. A lot of them Richmond supporters. Well, it meant love, connection, Richmond, Tigers, people. Aw, <laughs> love, connection, Richmond, Tigers, people. <laughs> so is that fourth point Tigers? Is that the animal? Yes. Okay, cool. Just checking. So, the flag went round the ground. The ground wasn't even close to full, was it? No, I was pretty disappointed because I did see some two seats that never got filled in the bottom row. (laughs) That's true, actually. Also, I thought in my brain, I imagined the team being out there when it was raised. Yeah. That's like, what they did last year, didn't it? I can't remember. Like, just that, that was my visual, that they were there to look at their achievement. Isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, it was still an incredible moment to watch that flag go up. Yes. And even though we gave Carlton a five-goal head start, it, was, it was a good win. It was, there was a lot to like after Only a that good moment. team can win from that point. Brings us to round two, however. Oh, dear. So. It wasn't actually a really terrible game. I was actually, apart from maybe the last 10 minutes, I was happy with the way we played. Yeah. Look, you know, we definitely... Asprey! Asprey. Look, we were nine points down in the last quarter without, I don't think, playing very well at all. Then Asprey's 
kick which should have seen us going forward went straight to Tex Walker who goaled. Ellis kicked it out in a full goal. Edwards dropped a chest mark goal. End of the game. Who? Forget the scoreboard. The whole night Adelaide had our measure, I thought. And we did okay to keep in there. Were you were you upset by the loss or were you able to, to just go we won the flag, it doesn't matter. I'm one of those people who can just accept us for who we are. Oh, that's a good way to be. Ah, it, yeah. Uh, anyway. Look, the, the, uh, the comment, all I can say is that Tex Walker seemed to love throwing his weight around in that first quarter. Should have done it in the grand final, mate. Should have done it in the grand final, mate. It was like, they got a goal, we got a goal, they got a goal, we got a goal, yeah. they got a goal, we got a goal, we got a goal, we got a goal, they got a goal. They got a goal. We got a goal. They got a goal. They got a goal. They got a goal. Just looking for Molly's. In that order. Just looking for Molly's off button, but I can't seem to see it. Is this? No. <laughs> Look, no, I was just, I was Hawthorne just stuck. this week. What do you think? Hawthorne's yes. looking pretty good. Tom Mitchell. Been a bit of talk. He's been getting like 600 possessions each match. Who would you play to? What? Would you choose a Richmond player to tag him? Just try and shut him down. And who would you choose? Relics. Okay. I'd probably Wait, have him in, in defence. No. Tom Mitchell's in the midfield. Got like 50 Kank, positions. Kank nervous. The Ruckman to shut down Tom Mitchell. How tall is he? He's a, like a midfielder. How tall is he? Oh, I don't know. 180 <laughs> centimetres, I'm guessing. 185. And how tall is Nank? Nearly 200. He, yes, he's He's a Ruckman. He, he's not going to be able to Nobody tag him. get it because he's taller than him. Mm. So. No, actually, that's a terrible idea. Maybe Dustin Martin. Yeah, maybe. A lot of people are saying Jack Graham. Oh, yeah. Because he shut down Rory Sloan in the grand final. Uh, we've got Jack <laughs> Graham. We've got Jack Rewalt. Uh, we've got Jack Higgins is going to play his first game for the club. Oh, my God. So, a lot of Jacks. Wait. I hope they're hungry. Jack R, Jack E. Jack R, Jack G. Jack H. Yeah. H. Jack, 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 Jack. I hope they're hungry. Jacky, Jack, Jack. That's good. Do you reckon we'll have hungry Jacks in the team? Oh, no, that's West Coast. <laughs> now, footy can be stressful. Going to watch Richmond, watching on the TV, Richmond. So, on Saturday... We decided to be relaxed people. Oh, how good was it? So, we were driving uh, your sister to April to her... Rehearsal for a show which is starting. And then I said, Can we go to a footy match today? And he said, uh, See how much the tickets are. And then I said, uh, Okie doke. And then I did. And then there were like $5 for Junior and like a couple of bucks or more, a couple of bucks more than $5 <laughs> for senior people. Oh, senior, adult, yeah. Senior adults, so 80 year olds. Um, yes. So we, we went along to Carlton Gold Coast. Yes, we did. And it's so weird being at other people's games. Like, it's the same footy ground you might go to, but it just feels different. And you feel like you're intruding. You do a bit. But I've been to more Carlton games than I have Richmond games. That's very true. That's the troubling thing here. And if we include AFLW, which we should, that's one, two, three, four Carlton games and one Richmond. So, we'll need to rectify that. Carlton Gold Coast is the least... Jumper clash there's ever been, I think. Yep. <laughs> I think it looks really... They actually look really good together, those teams. Gold Coast just needs to get like a solid gold band on their red jumper or something. <laughs> Last year, finals time, grand final week, your mum was desperate to get you a ticket. 
Yes. So she entered a competition down at the Western Bulldogs for grand final tickets. It is a true fact. She came... Second! Which was, at the time, devastating that she she thought she won tickets for a second. So what she did win was... A pretty um, amazing A place. corporate package to go to the pre-game function, have lunch, wear English a tea. suit and stuff, and then have reserved seats. So me and your mother, we went along and... All of the or most of the AFLW premiership team was there. We had fancy food. We had salmon. They sat in a box. Bok choy. Box choy. We got choy? to sit on padded seats. We sat right next to the sat AFLW team, and <laughs> the president Peter Gordon was guess just behind what? Guess us. Guess what? Guess what? What? Um, one of the AFLW players got your legs in the photo. Oh yes. On Instagram, <laughs> they were doing a selfie, and when we saw it, we realised that well, we could see my legs, which is. <laughs> It was really, really weird. I've never watched... I watched the third quarter from behind glass just because I was interested. Jeez, the dogs struggled. Okay, what I heard was Jesus, dogs are Doritos. Jeez. <laughs> Jesus, dogs are Doritos. No, gee, the dogs struggled. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> That's not what we had for our snack. <laughs> Salmon, bok choy, and Jesus, dog Doritos. Hey! Quite the dish. Uh, it was just an odd... D- I really enjoyed myself, but it was a really odd to watch the football from that kind of privileged position. I couldn't do it with the Richmond game, but it was a very enjoyable exercise. We've actually got something special now. We do? We're going to start a series of footy fan profiles. We are? We we're, are? we're going to speak, try and speak to a fan from every team in the we AFL. Are? And then hopefully go beyond that and speak to some fans from other local competitions. Speak to players, maybe. And it's a little segment. We haven't we haven't got a name for it yet. Maybe we can um that could be a competition. Can you name our fan profile segment? Okay, if you win, I'll send you a photo of my nose. Excellent. So here's our first fan profile segment. Take it away. Footy fans and footy supporters Footy dads and football daughters We love our great game Risking chin or shin And our footy fan profiles will begin My name's Darren Smokey Dawson and I barrack for North Melbourne and I have all my life I came to follow North Melbourne because my dad is a North Melbourne supporter, and I guess that's how majority of footy fans uh, follow their team because of the family situation. He follows North Melbourne because his uncle, who came out from Ireland as one of the uh, ten-pound immigrants in the fifties, um, settled in Williamstown, and North Melbourne was one of the closest uh, teams. So he used to go and watch North Melbourne at Arden School every week. So that's how I became a North Melbourne supporter. I was born into it. My earliest memory in terms of being a North Melbourne supporter is a great memory, and it's the 1975 Grand Final, North Melbourne's first premiership. I was only nine years old at the time, it's, I was fortunate enough uh, to be gifted a ticket by my great uncle, who uh, by this 
time was a life foundation member of the North Melbourne Social Club, so he would get a number of tickets, final series tickets. I was fortunate enough to go to the grand final. And the thing I recall about it is just the number of North Melbourne fans and supporters who were in tears, just just the emotion. And I guess you see that nowadays with uh, the Bulldogs in 2016, uh, Richmond last year, just this emotion of, of, of drought breaking. I think um, these types of premierships, and obviously 1975 was North's first, so um, the emotion was just... Uh, for a nine-year-old, I, I, I guess I was a little young to understand. These people have been supporting North Melbourne for their whole life and they'd only ever known uh, a downtrodden team. So for them, winning the Premiership uh, must have been just so emotional. So that's probably um, uh, my first memory of being a North Melbourne supporter. As a young supporter, I never really wore a footy jumper with a number on it or a duffel coat. Um, but my favourite all-time North Melbourne player, without a doubt, is Brent Croswell. Um, I was fortunate enough to see Tiger Croswell play many, many times and, uh, and see him at training because I used to go down to Arden Street as a kid and get his autograph probably on a weekly basis. But he still remains my favourite all-time player at North Melbourne. He was just a superstar. My two favourite current-day players um, are reasonably obvious, I guess. Um, The first is Ben Brown, whom I I saw play for Werribee a few years back before he was even on North Melbourne's list. I saw him down at Williamstown in the VFL game. And I was watching him and thinking in the back of my mind, how is this guy not on an AFL list? And sure enough, at the end of that season, North Melbourne drafted him, which I was quite happy about. My other uh, favourite player is Robbie Tarrant, who I think um, has just done so well to battle back from the injuries he had over the first few years of his career. Um, and reinvented himself really as a key defender. He he played all his early games as a forward at North Melbourne, and that's how they had him pegged. But um, the past couple of years, he's just been fantastic, and uh, I'd almost put him up there in in Alex Rance's uh, class. He doesn't quite get the accolades, um, and maybe because he's sort of off Broadway a bit. But um, he's rarely beaten, and he's just a really solid player. The thing I love about North Melbourne is um, the fact that it's a small club. I don't generally look at the big clubs like Collingwood and Richmond and West Coast and clubs like that with envy and and say, geez, I wish we were a big club and we had 70,000 members and all that sort of stuff. Um, Because I've always supported North Melbourne and we've sort of always been a battling club despite the fact that I've um, been fortunate enough to I see four premierships. Um, there always seems to be a little bit of a battle going on. Um, obviously, in terms of survival, uh, on a couple of occasions. Um, but I, I actually, I actually like the fact that we really have to work hard to survive, um, whereas other clubs probably don't have to work as hard 
um, for their future. Um, it's sort of guaranteed because of the number of supporters they've had. So I think that's one thing I like about North, that uh, it, it is a small club, and people might be surprised by that, but um, you know, maybe it's just me, but uh, I actually do like that. What I think North Melbourne could do much better uh, is in the publicity area uh, and promoting themselves. Um, and I guess that's diametrically opposed to the previous point I made about um, North being a small club. But I just think they could put themselves out there a little more. The, the, for example, the, the promotion they did for uh, Good Friday in the Children's Hospital was fantastic. And I think they could do more of that sort of stuff. Um, but I, I look at our president. I mean, um, how many people know that Ben Buckley is the president of North Melbourne? How many people know that Carl Delina is the CEO? So it's that sort of thing that, uh, yes, we're a small club, but that doesn't necessarily have to translate into being a silent club. Uh, we could certainly put ourselves out there a bit more because we, we have got a really good story to tell. My favourite moment as a North Melbourne supporter um, is undoubtedly from the 1977 uh, grand final replay. Um, and it goes back to uh, my favourite player, Brent Crosswell. Um, I think it was in the second quarter and Peter Moore from Collingwood was dominating up forward for Collingwood. Brent Crosswell was playing up forward for North and Ron Barassi sent the runner out. Uh, to, to put Crozer down at full back on Peter Moore. And the sight of uh, Brent Croswell running down the ground with North Melbourne supporters standing and applauding him and Tiger Croswell's chest puffed out as if he was, you know, he was virtually saying to the crowd, I am the man that's going to go down there and uh, quell the monster. And it was just the theatre. And, and Croswell could sense the theatre. Um, and can you imagine, you know, in a grand final replay with 100,000 people there, there's Brent Croswell running down and just putting on a show. And he actually did keep Peter Moore under control. I think Peter Moore ended up with five, but uh, North had a pretty convincing win. And uh, that would have to be my favourite all-time moment as a North Melbourne supporter. Okay, now, Mog, before we get to our Spoonerisms, there was a tweet that I meant to read out earlier, but I forgot. Jesus, dogs. From Super 10 Commish. This was after our first episode and after the debacle of Richmond's song. What's a debacle? It's a very troubling problem. (sighs) Uh, He said he absolutely loved the pod last week, but slightly controversial, changing the kick it to the curb theme music. And he says that we've gone all Richmond on the listeners in changing oh, our song without any consultation. Sorry. So, Super 10 Kamish. Um, oh, Kamish Super 10. I think he's changed that around. What? We're what? sorry. There's no consultation. Um, but there's actually a lyric that wasn't quite correct in the first. No, I'm oh. just joking. It's time for Spoonerisms. And we've got a lot of entries this week. But, Mogs, before we get into them, do you have... Any spoonerisms you'd like to share with us? 
motivation allows action. <laughs> what does that even say? <laughs> motivation follows action. Oh, great. That's very inspiring. <laughs> no, I, just, I just read it. <laughs> Cup air the zaley. Cup air the zaley. Now, Super 10 Kamish, when we did our last episode, he uh, tweeted in his Name. spoonerism just a little bit too late to make the show. It's a good one, though. Yes. Carl- Carlton's first round draft pick. Croswap. Uh, his name's Paddy Dow. Daddy Pow. Here's a clever one. There's a new Bulldogs player, Ed Richards. He's got stimming red hair. <laughs> what? Uh, Forboat says Red Itchards. I like it. Very, very clever. Mogs. McAlmanac has got... Bangus Rayshaw. Bangus Rayshaw. Very good. And also he's got Dom Toady instead of Tom Doty. <laughs> I've got you Now, none. some topical ones <laughs> from Luke Reynolds or Crackers134. Tall pampering. Tall pampering. Paul like tampering. It. And Pim Tane. Taught for campering. Taught for campering. They were. Very good. I've got skills. Nervous Twitch says Waver Dorna and Pand Saper. Sand Paper. <laughs> Back over to the AFL and with footy maths. Heaven Stocking. <laughs> Leaves. <laughs> Stephen Hocking, who's trying to rearrange the AFLW to suit his agenda. Uh, what a now, we've had this before, but it's such a good one from Kick to Kick Pod. Fat Knife. Yeah. Every time we get that, we're going to read it out because it's one of the best. Uh, footy Places, Mike Hugo. Another um, Dom Toady. <laughs> now, Frio Pope. Bailey Banfield. Ah, get it? Bailey Banfield. Yeah. Bailey Banfield. <laughs> Very good. We had, we had that with Ben Brown Lots last year. He's also got Loss Ryan. Ross Ross. Uh, yeah. This is from Jim Kong, Kongdon. Mam says, Raniel Ditch and Hugh Lodge. Very good. We've got some Lions players there. Uh, Kath Presdy, New Giant, Lack Zangden. What? <laughs> I like that. Wait, I didn't hear you. Lack Zangden. Groby Teen. Now, Have we done that? Groby Teen. Oh, he's a Groby Teen. <laughs> he looks like a grubby teen, doesn't he? Uh, Swishter. I'm not sure what you'll think about this one, Moggy. Hemiership Prangover. What did you say? Hemiership Prangover. Good for you, mate. <laughs> uh, n- no Hemiership Prangover just yet. One lost as a Hemiership Prangover not make. But we'll see how we're going. Sid Meason. He also has Laurie Red. Another vote for Dom Toady. Hurtley Campton. Mocklin Lurphy. And this is my favourite. Farsi Doggerty. <laughs> Do you have a favourite out of all of those for our Spooner of the Week? Well, this is from last year, but Richer Flobbits. That's, of course, but this week's Spooner of the Week goes to who? Daddy Pow! Daddy Pow is the winner. Super 10, Kamish, you go into the draw <laughs> for our end of year prize. A photo of my nose. A photo of Molly's nose. <laughs> Enjoy that. Sorry. Signed by me. Now, footage categories. The letter this week is E. Oy, oy, oy. Okay. Now, Damien Hardwick 
uh, reacted when a fan kind of said something to him. I think he might have overreacted. Anyway, so this week, what is something a fan might say to an opposition coach, starting with E? Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody hates you. Oh, very Um, good. uh, Egg on your face, mate. That's horrible. Sorry, but no. Okay. Um. Uh, End of the season can't come quick enough. Why do you sound like a weird? I man don't know. When you say that something you would eat at the football. Eggs. Now, bearing in mind, I was in the corporate event, and we had Easter s- eggs. Salmon. <laughs> we did have Easter eggs. We wouldn't usually, but you're right. Um, we had fancy food, but yeah, there but were Easter eggs there. Death. Pardon? Starts with E, not F. I know. I wasn't saying that started with E. I was trying to think of something, but Easter eggs is all I can think of. Egg What's something tart? you would usually have? Starts um, with E. Excellent pies. Excellent pies. Some people might have everything no. on the menu. Um, oh, what's it called? Endamame. Egg sandwich is actually something you might have. Egg sandwich. If you make your own food and bring what? it. Eddie had stadium food. Eggplant pies. <laughs> no, that wasn't what I was so going to say. So not going to happen. What what you say when your f- club flub club wins the flag when your <laughs> when your flub wins the flag? What do you say? <laughs> you spelled E W beauty. That would be ill beauty. Yes, yeah, terrible. Everything I imagined, everything Everyone I dreamed of is. Excellent at everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ended the drought. And lastly, something you'd wear at the footy. Uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent gear. Excellent gear. That's This is hard. Essendon scarf, Essendon beanie, Essendon hat, <laughs> Essendon undies. <laughs> Old Tiger fans might wear an Esso top. Okay. If you can think of any more that we've forgotten, please let us know. Mogs. Wait, no, 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 no. If you work at Etihad, yep. or if you're a security oh. guard, Etihad jacket. Very good. That's true. Mogs, we're done. Just I want to say a side note, the VFL competition starts this week, and it's amazingly good to see Frankston back in the league <laughs> after a year off. Motivation follows action. <laughs> Motivation follows action. I'm Dad. I'm Mog from a distance. That's Mog from a distance. See you later. That's why you're listening to Dad and Mom's call. Come.